0: Welcome to the Player Development Pod, presented by Beyond the Field. On February 18th, 2021, I wrote a blog about the future of player development. I had eight areas that I thought player development would impact. So I wrote that three years ago. We're going back to check to see if I was right or wrong. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to read excerpts. From the blog, and then I'm going to give my thoughts, and we're going to see if I was right or wrong, see if I was very close, and just see where I landed. Um, Once again, I wrote this blog three years ago. Today, you'll learn the future of player development and the eight impact. The first impact I wrote was the impact on college football coaching staffs. Here were my thoughts in 2021. College football player development programs will grow. This is something I believe is happening and will continue to happen at a rapid pace. I stated earlier there is a need for it, and many are behind the eight ball in this area. I believe the structure of these increased staffs will be a combination of the following. Director of Player Development slash Engagement, Assistant Director of Player Development slash Engagement, Director of Player Relations, Coordinator of Player Development Engagement, Player Development Engagement, uh, Assistant Player Development slash Engagement GA, Player Development Slash engagement intern. The titles of these positions are up to the athletic department, but be sure that the positions are coming and will be here in the near future. That was me being brave in 2021. And as some of you all know that this happened, uh, I did a podcast which you can catch right here that the player development role has grown 192% since I started in 2016. Now, this blog was written five years after that. Uh, the podcast episode I did was seven years. Yeah, seven years after that. So the growth has been immense and there are numbers to it. And so looking back at what I wrote three years ago, uh, I still believe I was right. <laughs> I still and I also still believe that this position will continue to grow rapidly. Once again, I want you to check out this podcast episode where I break down not only the growth in the role, but the growth in player development staff. So that's plus one more than one person in the role. And honestly, I've seen one two three four power five college football programs with uh, positions on indeed right now uh, for a player development space and so it's growing these are not sorry these are not director roles these are roles to help the director but it's growing so much you're getting new director roles another university just added a director of player development i don't think they had one before and so it's continuing to grow and your boy was right. Yeah, dog. I was right in 2021. The second impact that I wrote about in 2021 was the impact on fundraising. Here are my thoughts in 2021. College athletic departments have depart. Here are my thoughts. Here are my thoughts in 2021. College athletic departments have development departments that are dedicated to the fundraising and gifts given to the athletic programs many of these boosters and donors give money in faith that their money is making an impact for the student-athletes at the university their money gifts and dedication created many doors for student-athletes seeing the impact of a player development program on the student-athletes in the program can give the boosters and donors a visible return on investment this can create a separate opportunity to create more funds for the student-athletes and the program those who give can now be afforded the opportunity to sow. Into the developmental programming for the student-athletes. 2021, three years later, your boy was right. So there are programs that raise money in player development. Shout out to my guy Antoine McLean at Clemson. Is currently at Clemson. He's kind of talked to me about how they do it, but Clemson fundraises for player for their player development program. OU, San Jose State. Shout out to TB. Florida, shout out to Savannah Bailey and others raise money for their player development efforts. Now, where have I seen this? I've seen it on LinkedIn. I've seen it other places, videos. But what's happening is boosters, you know, they've given money to buildings. They've given money to plaques. They've given money to initiatives, coaches, salaries, different things like that. But they really want some and, and, and all those things can impact the student athlete but they wanna go deeper. And so you're seeing different boosters, you know, spend money or or provide or give money for different trips, uh, mission trips, micro internship trips, uh, you know, suits, uh, briefcases, programming, you name it. And they're starting to see the ROI that happens because of these incredible player development professionals at these programs and other programs that I didn't name who are using that money and the best way to help the student athlete, not only during their time at their university and with their team, but afterwards. So your boy was right again. Uh, There's a lot of fundraising um, that is happening in the player development space. Uh, Reach out to those individuals. I mentioned they are doing a great job. It is incredible to see what they are doing and how they're continuing to help others give into something that is so life-changing, something that creates, you know what, generational impact. Hello, 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 my name is Ed Jones. I'm the host of the Player Development Pod that you are listening into. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I am the founder of Beyond the Field, where we create impactful player development programming and professionals. As I mentioned earlier, we're talking about a blog I wrote three years ago, detailing what I thought the future of player development would be and the eight major impacts. So we're gonna jump right back into it, but I just had to take a break to say, what up, y'all? Impact number three, the impact on recruiting, the impact on recruiting. Now, a lot in this area has changed since 2021, but let's check out and let's see what I was thinking back then. 2021, I've said I have experienced prospective student athletes, parents, and coaches coming on a recruiting visit and ask the question of how the athlete will get developed while on campus. I believe that the number of recruits asking about their development off the field will increase. Social media has brought heightened exposure to the decision-making process of student athletes, good or bad. Those parents will see the wrongs that have happened to former student athletes playing their prospective perp- sport excuse me and want to know what's in place for their student-athlete. Programs will have to get beyond the jerseys, photo shoots, graphics, and visits, and explain how the athlete will become a better person by attending their university." Yeah, boy, this is the, I'm gonna go with I was wrong on this one. This is a big miss because of NIL. Now, I kind of saw it my last year in the role, which was 2021, um, towards the, uh, a little later after this blog, where you start seeing, hey, you know, what about NIL? But Man, I'm hearing certain things now and I'm talking to people in the role and they said it's 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 wild. I don't even know um, if some professionals are even allowed to have a player development presentation because it's such a what am I going to get recruiting aspect space right now. And, you know, honestly, that's what it is. Um, I have my thoughts good and bad on it. Uh, I'm never gonna be against anyone who can make their life better by getting financial gain for a skill or a set of skills that they have. Um, But I know that there are professionals that are continuing even in this NIL, whatever you wanna call it, who are continuing to help athletes understand that they can grow, that they can develop, that they can create generational impact, that there are skills that they need that can transfer into the workforce. The reason why I know that is because there's 120 players on a team or more. Most of these players, now let's say 10% of the players on the team are probably getting, you know, um, pretty good money, right? Still got 90%, let's say 20%, let's even say 50% of people on the team are gonna get money. There's still a huge number of people who want to get developed. And so I don't know if it's big on recruiting uh as it was when I was there. Maybe it is. uh, and you all in the role, please comment and let me know. Um, but this one is one that I did get wrong. I did not see NIL coming, I did not see what's happening now coming. Let me say that. I thought it would be a another great opportunity uh for player development because you would be able to help players develop business plans develop llc's develop strategies develop networking skills to help them i did not realize i did not think about collectives and some of the um, stuff that's going on i think the head coach at maryland coach Loxley said a third string third string running back is coming and saying yeah i need about a hundred thousand to come back third string now I, I was a coach before i was in player development i i would have to say hey well wherever you're gonna get that go ahead and get it congratulations so if that's happening with a third string player i couldn't imagine it is the wild wild west and i mean players get it i can't tell the players not to get it because these coaches are leaving whenever they want to uh and to do what's best for them so it's interesting i think i'm i'm gonna say i missed on that one if you feel like i didn't please let me know but i think i missed on the impact of recruiting i did not Think that NIL will become what it is. Now you're sitting here saying, all right, where's this blog that you're reading from? It's in the show notes. You can check it out right there. So the fourth impact I wrote about in 2021 was the impact it would have on the NFL. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be interesting because I can't wait to read the excerpt and then tell you my thoughts. But this is the fourth one. In 2021, I said, currently there is a budding unity of professionals on the collegiate and professional level when it comes to player development. In the NFL, Most, if not all, of the positions are titled director of player engagement. We are currently working on unifying with each other to create a development process that allows for college football players to be better prepared for the professional level. This is something that I am excited about and will create a greater impact and will, excuse me, create a greater impact in the longevity of professional careers. Now, when I wrote that, you hear about the working together. At the time, I was a part of the NFL College Football Administration Committee. I can't thank Daniel Van Norden and Roman Oban enough for the opportunity to be a part of this uh, team. And what we were doing, we were having meetings, basically, as I said in that, that snippet, to help make it you know, a little easier for players. We knew the NIL was coming. We knew different things. We wanted to get this transition from what we did at the college level in player development to what was happening in player engagement in the NFL. So there would be a smoother transition for players. The one thing I did not know um, about it, what would happen uh, with the NFL is the NFL, and I talked about this in the last episode, the NFL came and got a lot of professionals from the college space. So there was a different impact Uh, On the NFL. There are a lot of professionals, uh, like I said, uh, Jess Gray, Sean Pugh, Alexander Martin, Josh Mariner, um, to name a few, who were previously at college space, working with college football teams in some capacity. And the NFL is like, hey, come with us. And so it's been pretty cool seeing that. So I know there's still work being done between the two levels, but also seeing the impact on the NFL that those who are doing this work in the athlete development, student athlete development, player development, whatever you want to call it in the college level, uh, were taken to the NFL. So it's great to see. Uh, and Kayla Henderson too. Yeah, shout out to Kayla Henderson. She's at Miami with Alexander Martin. So it's pretty pretty cool to see. So. I'm going to say, you know what, I'm I'm, going to give myself a check on that one. You know, I didn't think about that second part, but hey, it had an impact on NFL. So your boy was right on that one. Number five, the impact on education. All right, this is what I wrote in 2021. I believe that sports management programs will dedicate more educational resources to this field as their students are interested in this position. I have students reach out to me weekly about the position. Fortunately, I have been able to speak to some classes about the player development position and have enjoyed the experience. This is a position that will continue to interest college students and their educational programs will need to be prepared for these inquiries of information. Yes, yes, yes. That is right. Ding, 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 ding. Let all the money fall. I got that one right. The, hey, the, the LinkedIn, my inbox is still full with those who uh, are interested. Alex Martin actually tagged me in something that I tagged him about, um, about being in college, one of my reels that I put out there, and I got like eight people there in college hitting me up. Uh, actually, at the Player Development Conference last year, the University of Florida Sports Management Program gave scholarships to nine students to attend. It was nine, nine students to attend. And so shout out to them. That was awesome. Shelly Lau, thank you so much. Um, and so it's awesome. Programs are starting to see that there is an interest in this role. Um, and speaking of the Player Development Conference, it will be May 16th through the 18th this year 2024 we're truly excited and you will start seeing more content geared towards that here soon and if you are a sports management program who is looking to provide scholarships to your students to come to the conference reach out to me and let's talk but anyway i still have conversations with students that enroll this role is growing there are a lot of students that are involved that that want to be involved and you know i'm not an academia person i don't write curriculum i don't know there's a lot. you know. I know when I was in sports administration, our teachers taught a lot about what was there, the positions that were there, there were positions that were growing. They did an incredible job of letting us learn and they taught us as much as they could, but they gave us a lot of exposure to it. So I can imagine that a lot of sports management, professionals, professors, uh, department chairs are doing what they can to help their students because their students are, um, if you don't know, your students are interested immensely in player development if you do not know. And if you're a sports management programmer, you're looking for someone to come talk to your students about player development. Ah uh, ha yeah boy, you guy right here. I will definitely do it. Reach out to me, all the information is in the show notes. Let's make it happen. I wanna help your students. So on this one, yep, right. Number six, impact on internships, impact on internships. In 2021, I wrote, I believe that the player development internship will become the most coveted internship in the program. This position is one that spends a lot of time creating relationships with student athletes and others in the building. My email is flooded, talked about that earlier, with those who would like to be an intern, with me in the player development department. People see the impact that can be made and want to be a part of it. This one is right, this continues to happen. One thing I've seen that's been really, really cool is that there are internship, season-long internship programs that a lot of pro teams have, and there are some college programs that are having, they're paying interns, which is awesome. But this internship is still one of the most coveted internships out there. Shout out to my guy Alexander Martin. I did not think this would be the Alexander Martin episode, but he always reposts or reshares open positions, and you get to see the different internship opportunities in player development or player engagement. Um, not only in the United States, but around the world. So, shout out to you, Tim Bryson. Worldview, let's go. Um, so, this internship is still heavily coveted. It's still one that people want. I know I've had students that have taken my course where I've, you know, been able to write letters of recommendation or help them with their application for internships or reach out to people I know. So, it is still highly coveted. So, once again. Bang, 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 ching, 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 I was right. Now, by saying I was right, I'm hoping y'all know I'm not being prideful, but you know what, y'all know me. If anybody feels like I'm being prideful with that, hey, let me know, but I'm not gonna waste my time. Y'all know my heart. Number seven, impact on high school and youth football. This is what I wrote in 2021. Many coaches on the beginning levels of football understand the importance of developing their athletes off of the field. Many understand that they are coaching their athletes during times that they begin forging their athletic and personal identities. With that said, there is a greater focus on the program and resources towards the overall identity of the athletes. I am excited for this phase of football to begin putting more focus towards individual development. This is huge. I have seen it. Um, It's been really, really cool to see because what's happening is is kind of, generations change you know you have players that went through things they want to speak to the youth and you know you see different coaches who are like hey you got to do this or we need to get in a community or you need to you know they'll have a former player or someone they know come talk about a position hey everybody i'm a lawyer this is what i do um this is just been really probably the the most rewarding to me Um, i've had plenty conversations with school districts high school coaches about this i'm actually In talks with I'm actually helping a program right now uh, create player development for their players It's a high school program Um, they're doing great things in the city of Houston hey what's up H town Um, they're doing great things the coach does a lot and he's changed that culture and now he's changed the culture on the field he is continuing to change it off the field and we're talking about player development programs that work for his athletes. And so uh, it's something that's great. I love the emphasis of that. I'm starting to see on Twitter. If you type in director of player development, you'll see some at the high school level, you know, shout out to my guy B.J. Hanspart out there doing great things in the DFW area. B.J. was a athlete uh, for me at Baylor. Um, You can see that championship ring right there, a 2021 big 12 champs. I was going through some photos and it was just great to reminisce. Uh, but BJ's doing some great things in the player development space. Y'all have heard me highlight some of my former athletes who are helping youth programs, high school programs. So seeing that impact, seeing that growth on that level has been really, really good. Because one thing I always say, just like you know, right now, we always talk about what, what you learn as a young athlete sticks with you. So when I was a football coach, if guys learn how to tackle wrong. So that's why you see a lot of emphasis on tackling when they're young because it becomes a habit in a sense. If they learn how to tackle wrong, they're going to tackle wrong when they get older. If they learn how to block wrong or run wrong or throw wrong, they're going to continue when they get older. And so we're taking not only that athletic development we're taking this personal development as well like let's teach them these things while they're a younger athlete so it sticks with them so when they do become a a great player or they do get a chance to play in college or the NFL they understand that hey football is part of what I do it is not who I am so shout out to you all who are doing great things uh, in player development at the high school level and at the youth level I actually have an interview he works with Syracuse right now Andre Sims but at the time you can check it out right here he was in high school doing player development we had a great uh talk about what he did in that space and impact number eight the impact on women in sports hey you can hashtag it in the show notes in the comments sorry hashtag women in sports if you're one of women in sports listening to this podcast right now who works in the player development space we want to see you we want to celebrate you this is what i wrote in 2021 I have been fortunate to work with and know many women who serve in player development in college football and the NFL. I personally worked with my assistant Lauren Hawkins for two years and saw her excel at her position. Her influence and impact in the program was beneficial to all. As I have become a veteran in this space, the interest from women about this position and how they can get involved has grown. I have seen and known that women can do incredible things in this space. Many coaches are looking for ways to bring women on their staff, and I believe this is one way these coaches will. It's another one I was right on. I was right on the last one. I forgot to say it about Impact Youth Sports. I was right. But here's another one I was right on. Um, Just incredible people in this space. Uh, I've interviewed on this podcast Dr. Lacey Carmen Johnson, Dr. Lori Robinson, Tobrick Blaine, Ashley Goodman lauren hawkins shout out to lauren hawkins lauren Hawkins, is my assistant at ku she's crushing in arkansas lauren let me hey if you know lauren and you're listening or watching just come on clap it up for lauren doing a great job in addition to those women in sports who were podcast guests at the 2023 player development conference we had the following speakers join jp abercrombie what up jp savannah bailey candace johnson jess gray and kiara mcclendon and so Uh, it, it, it's just been incredible seeing the growth there, um, in 2021, uh, since then, the last three years, seeing the growth of those who are crushing it at the collegiate level and the professional level and shout out to y'all. If you're a woman listening right now and you're like, man, I want to get in this field, keep fighting. There is space for you. Um, like I said, I've seen the impact of Lauren Hawkins, what she's done. I've seen the impact of the women I mentioned, uh, here in this segment right now. And it's just been incredible to see that impact on the sport. And so, yeah, that's another one. Right. So looking at the eight impacts I uh, wrote about in 2021, I am seven out of eight. You know, the recruiting one, I'm, uh, I'll take that one. I'll take that L. But that's pretty good bad average. If I was shooting three-pointers, I'd probably be an all-star. But those are the eight impacts. And it's pretty cool going back and looking at what I wrote about the future of player development in 2021 and seeing where it's you know, continuing to have a high trajectory and even seeing how some of these things I wrote um, are making different lanes or different areas uh, of impact in this space. So I wanted to bring that one to you, Um, pretty fun to reflect, but also talk about the future of player development. And one of the reasons why I want to do this episode, it is still part of the eight episode hiring series we're doing as people are hiring right now in player development, is to give hope to you all who are looking to get in this space. Maybe you just heard about it. You heard me talk about the impact on education. Maybe you're a student who's like, man, where is this thing going? You're seeing right now that three from three years ago where it's going and continuing to go. So there is a space for you. Um, And if you need any type of coursework or professional development work to help you prepare for the role, please reach out. Check in the show notes. I have a self-paced course and I also have a live cohort course, Uh, but yeah. It's a lot of growth and it's a lot of opportunity. All right, it is time for the player development tip of the week, and this week's tip is to meet with your administration. Meet with your administration. This is something I wish I would have done at the University of Houston more, um, but I did it really a lot at the University of Kansas. Shout out to Mike Vollmer, who was our senior associate athletic director for football at the time. And we met once a week and I saw the importance of speaking to him about what we're doing, what we need, different things. He put me on a lot of games. Shout out to Mike. Mike's been in the game for a while. He's OG in the director of football operations space. And so, um, yeah, he he put me on meet with administration. Um, That's I would always give that one. And shout out to Marcus Sedberry when I was at uh, Baylor uh, as well. You know, once again, meet with administration, you know. Sitting down and talking with him about certain things. What can we do better? How can we get these these things done? So if you're in a role, you want to meet with the administrator, whoever is the oversight for your sport, because um, it's it's huge. And back to Houston, I, when I found out that our oversight, I believe, it was David Bassy, who works for the Falcons. Me and him also had great conversations just about a lot of different things. I learned a lot about him because he did a lot. He was leading the SID department, but it was great to see uh, all the other things that he knew and how it it you know impacted my role. So. Wish I'd have done it more at Houston, did it a lot at Kansas and at Baylor. So if you're in the role, please meet with your administration. And that is your senior associate AD, different ADs um, that just impact your role. Uh, Cause you're gonna meet with your director or officer, chief of staff, you meet with them a lot. But I'm talking about the person who has oversight of your sport, no matter what sport you have. Sit down, make time with them, let them know, you know, what's going well, what's going right, take their advice. Let them know that the advice you've taken from them works Um, that's huge uh but they're there to help you they are there to help you and most people in that role if not all people in that role um just really really want want to help and have a heart for people um who they serve so meet with your administration all right well next week we close out the player development hiring series so excited uh to end that with you all and uh, it's just been good you know um it's been a series like i said when we started just something that kind of Get your mind going during this time, give you a lot of resources to think about. Uh, Once again, if you need specific detailed resources, they're in the show notes. Show notes, excuse me. If you need an interview workshop, it's going on right now. I've done two of them. It has been incredible helping those who have attended prepare for interviews. It's so great. Thank you so much for your time. Check out this video here. We talked about it earlier, but 192% growth in player development. You need to check it out. If you're interested in a role, check it out. You'll see the growth. It will encourage you and just give you a great way to end your day or start your morning whenever you listen to this podcast. You know what I'm about to say. What? <laughs> Go out and create generational impact. Don't wait. Create that generational impact today. Today, today. Bing, bing, bing.